welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wayne Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone tonight. And your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for all your sisters and brothers in spirit. And I know that's not always so easy. However, we must remember that staying connected to our own mighty I Am Presence and those descended beings of love sent to help mankind by acknowledging their presence in our world is well worth the effort by remaining consciously aware of those ascended beings and maintaining our thoughts with those higher qualities of life, we are allowing our own hearts, minds, and spirits to be constantly filled with divine love, light, healing, and power. Not only enough for ourselves and our loved ones, but enough overflow of those higher qualities and positive energy to radiate throughout all the world. This, each and every one of us can do, and should do, by consciously connecting first to the divine love and power of our own I Am Presence, and remembering always to acknowledge the ascended beings. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and light and y'all be loved. When the Son of Man comes in His glory, and all the angels with Him, He will sit on His glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on His right and the goats on His left. Then the King will say to those on His right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat, I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink, I was a stranger and you invited me in, I needed clothes and you clothed me, I was sick and you looked after me, I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat, I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink, I was a stranger and you did not invite me in, I needed clothes and you did not clothe me, I was sick and in prison and you did not look after me. They also will answer, Lord, When did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison, and did not help you? He will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. Matthew 25 31-46
Uncompromising enthusiast, De Musos unwittingly transforms himself into the tempting demon or, as he is fond of calling the devil, the serpent of Genesis. In his desire to demonstrate in every manifestation the presence of the evil one, he only succeeds in demonstrating that spiritualism and magic are no new things in the world, but very ancient twin brothers, whose origin must be sought for in the earliest infancy of ancient India, Chaldea, Babylonia, Egypt, Persia and Greece. He proves the existence of spirits, whether these be angels or devils, with such a clearness of argument and logic, and such an amount of evidence, historical, irrefutable, and strictly authenticated, that little is left for spiritualist authors who may come after him. How unfortunate that the scientists, who believe neither in devil nor spirit, are more than likely to ridicule M. de Musso's books without reading them, for they really contain so many facts of profound scientific interest. But what can we expect in our own age of unbelief, when we find Plato, over 22 centuries ago, complaining of the same? Me too, says he, in his Euthyphron, when I say anything in public assembly concerning divine things, and predict to them what is going to happen, they ridicule as mad, and although nothing that I have predicted has proved untrue, yet they envy all such men as we are. However, we ought not to heed, but pursue our own way. The literary resources of the Vatican and other Catholic repositories of learning must have been freely placed at the disposal of these modern authors. When one has such treasures at hand, original manuscripts, papyri, and books pillaged from the richest heathen libraries, old treatises on magic and alchemy, and records of all the trials for witchcraft, and sentences for the same to rack, stake, and torture, it is mighty easy to write volumes of accusations against the devil. We affirm on good grounds that there are hundreds of the most valuable works on the occult sciences, which are sentenced to eternal concealment from the public, but are attentively read and studied by the privileged who have access to the Vatican Library. The laws of nature are the same for heathen sorcerer as for Catholic saint, and a miracle may be produced as well by one as by the other, without the slightest intervention of God or devil. H.P. Blavatsky Hardly had the manifestations begun to attract attention in Europe, than the clergy commenced their outcry that their traditional enemy had reappeared under another name, and divine miracles also began to be heard of in isolated instances. First they were confined to humble individuals, some of whom claimed to have them produced through the intervention of the Virgin Mary, saints and angels, others, according to the clergy, began to suffer from obsession and possession, for the devil must have his share of fame as well as the deity. Finding that, Notwithstanding the warning, the independent, or so-called spiritual phenomena went on increasing and multiplying, and that these manifestations threatened to upset the carefully constructed dogmas of the Church, the world was suddenly startled by extraordinary intelligence. In 1864, a whole community became possessed of the devil. Morzine, and the awful stories of its demoniacs, valiers, and the narratives of its well-authenticated exhibitions of sorcery, and those of the Presbyter de Sideville, curdled the blood in Catholic veins. Strange to say, the question has been asked over and over again, why the divine miracles and most of the obsessions are so strictly confined to Roman Catholic dioceses and countries. Why is it that since the Reformation there has been scarcely one single divine miracle in a Protestant land? 
Of course, the answer we must expect from Catholics is, that the latter are people by heretics, and abandoned by God. Then why are there no more church miracles in Russia, a country whose religion differs from the Roman Catholic faith but in external forms of rites, its fundamental dogmas being identically the same, except as to the emanation of the Holy Ghost? Russia has her accepted saints and thaumaturgical relics, and miracle-working images. The Saint Mitrophany of Voroneg is an authenticated miracle worker, but his miracles are limited to healing, and though hundreds upon hundreds have been healed through faith, and though the old cathedral is full of magnetic effluvia, and whole generations will go on believing in his power, and some persons will always be healed, still no such miracles are heard of in Russia as the Madonna walking, and Madonna letter writing, and statue talking countries. Why is this so? Simply because the emperors have strictly forbidden that sort of thing. The Tsar, Peter the Great, stopped every spurious divine miracle with one frown of his mighty brow. He declared he would have no false miracles played by the holy icons, images of saints, and they disappeared forever. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 15 Now at night when you go to sleep, you can ask for a group of the angelic host to guard the body and the atmosphere about it, while you go to the temples of light of the sacred fire to absorb what is there that you are going to require the next day. Then when you return to the body in the morning, don't hesitate to call for a group of the angels of the violet flame, the violet consuming flame, to abide with you all that day wherever you go, and help you do that which needs to be done to hold the victory and protection of all that is constructive. If you will become aware of the presence of the angels of the violet consuming flame, it will not be long till you might see them. As you give them acceptance and are aware of their presence and let them expand their sacred fire love through you each day, that will become an atmosphere about you in which many people will sense the presence of those angels and will much more rapidly cooperate with you. This will help you greatly overcome your problems. It will dissolve much obstruction and delay in your pathway, and I assure you, it is a very harmonious way of attaining success. After all, I told you a long time ago that I was very practical, didn't I? I have all through the years. Applause. Thank you so much. You can have the assistance of these angel groups to hold about you their sacred fire love and strength with a call first thing in the morning that you do not feel exhaustion during the day. If you can fill yourselves and your worlds with a full feeling and acceptance of the sacred fire in and around you, expanding the perfection of its cosmic Christ love through you, the more you can become aware of the flow of the sacred fire from your higher mental body into you and out through you, the more you will be aware of your insulation from the pressure of the outer world. As you ask or invite the angels of the violet consuming flame to pour their sacred fire love in and around you as a sun presence, the more you will find conditions wherever you abide prepared for you, to help you accomplish successfully, anything that is constructive. This removes much delay, much obstruction, and as time goes on, it will remove all uncertainty in you as to the victory of your accomplishment. Beloved Saint Germain The reason I am doing this is because there are certain groups of the angels of the violet consuming flame who, after a certain amount of service to unascended beings, not only the atmosphere of earth, but the earth itself is purified, will take the embodiment in this world, and I am looking forward, 
through this activity to enabling a certain group to take on physical embodiment after the world itself is purified, and the golden age has been well brought into outer existence. If you care to cooperate in this manner, the groups of violet flame angels whom I shall direct to assist you will be those whom, if you will love them, you may assist them in their embodiments after you are ascended. This is a great, you call it reciprocity or divine justice or balance or anything you please, but the great cosmic law of the love of the sacred fire, if mankind would only understand it and use it, would bring such illumination, such peace and such happiness and such victorious accomplishment, that individuals would feel their mastery much more quickly, and not allow themselves to be caught in outer world conditions that enslave them. If you do not master outer world conditions, they will master you. You are either master or you're not, and I can positively assure you that the angels of the violet consuming flame are master wherever they come. So, they do assure you of your victory. They do give protection. They do expand the love of the sacred fire in and around you and before you, to make your pathway easier, and to establish the command for perfection. So blessed ones, they might seem invisible to you tonight, but everything that is in the visible world today was one day in the invisible, and who of you can tell me what is in the invisible now that will become visible to you before too long. Everything is coming out of the invisible and into the visible, and if you would like to have the angels of the violet consuming flame become visible, I assure you, it is perfectly possible. I am not talking in riddles, and I am not telling fairy tales. I am offering you one of the most practical ways and means of living, and one of the most wonderful ways and means of drawing God's perfection into a world whose shadows are seeking always to desecrate, that which was God created. These legions of angels of the violet consuming flame can ever stand about you and will give you much assistance of which you will not be aware for some time to come. So if you want to start tomorrow morning, I shall cooperate with you. Applause. Thank you so much, precious ones. Beloved Saint Germain. When you awaken in the morning, if you will make your call to your beloved mighty I am presence first, and to me, for a group of violet flame angels to keep the sacred fire of their love in and around you for the entire day, let us experiment and see what you can have in a short time. And I hope you'll keep track of these, I mean, keep a record, at least mentally, of the days that you keep most consciously aware of the angelic host. I assure you, I am Angel Bells, was not written by accident. It is an adoration and a call to the angelic host for their presence with you, and if you will notice the lyrics, you are asked to join their legions. So, if you make your calls, their legions will join you, and we shall go forth together and do that which needs to be done. In the doing, there will be only happiness, and your mastery will be attained very much more comfortably and very much more quickly. So, I commend you to the victory of the angelic host. May the angels of the violet flame attend you tonight as you come to me in the violet flame temple. I hope you will remember the music and the love that will greet you there, and which you will absorb and bring back in the morning to bless you and all you contact. And so I trust that your greater freedom will be very tangible in this cooperation which we wish to offer, which I know will bless you, and which will carry you forward with greater strength, and give you greater power of victorious accomplishment. Thank you with all my heart's love. I call the legions of the angels of the violet consuming flame to pour the love of their sacred fire ever about you until its freedom is a sun presence about you forever, and wherever you abide, you give it to others, as the angels of the violet consuming flame are ready and willing to give it to you. Thank you with all my heart. Beloved Saint Germain.